listener. Hi, and welcome back to Broadsheet Sydney Around Town. I'm Emma Joyce, Features Editor at Broadsheet, and I host this short guide to Sydney. In today's episode, we're talking about Rosebury's latest lunchtime saviour, Salma's Canteen. It's the new venue from Saga's Andy Bowden and Michael Rantisi from Kepos Street Kitchen. The Botany Road Canteen keeps things simple with a counter of delectable salads and another of equally mouth-watering desserts like Andy's famed pavlovas. Hey Andy, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Now, before we talk about Salma's Canteen, which I'm very excited to talk about because I ate there recently and had an excellent time. Can we briefly hear about why you decided to close the chapter on Saga? It's a question that everybody wants to know. Uh, Owning a small business uh, is really hard. And I guess like the last three years with COVID, it was hard on everybody. Uh, It got to the point where I think me and Madison, my partner, we were working a lot harder than we wanted to be working. And I guess you get to a point in your career where you kind of need to start thinking about yourself and not flogging yourself at work. And Michael came with the idea of Salmas last year and uh, I've known Michael for a very long time and I've always been a fan of his food and he's kind of always been a mentor to me. And it seemed like a good idea and it seemed like a kind of natural transition where like I think my food complements his food yeah, it just seemed like a good idea. And I always said when I closed Saga, it had to be for something that I kind of believed in and I didn't ever want to kind of leave to go to, well, it sounds so stupid, like going and taking just a high-paying job that I guess has no soul. Uh, yeah. I mean, I could go and probably get a job working in a hotel and get paid a large salary, but, like, is it something I want to do? Not necessarily. I've kind of always been a hands-on chef and... I love being in the business and I love kind of seeing the customer's reaction to everything. And yeah, I think the Salmas just fit the bill. So we made the decision to close Saga as sad as it was. I uh, shed a little tear on the last day, uh, like closing that chapter of our lives. But I'm okay with that decision and I'm kind of happy where we're going. We're very happy that when you announced you were closing Saga, that you also had a hint that it wasn't going to be the end of of your pastries for everyone, yep. basically. So we're, we're thrilled that you opened up so quickly afterwards. So I believe Salma means peace and safety in Arabic, and it's also Michael's mother's name. It is Michael's mother's name. So what does the name mean in the context of the canteen? I think we just wanted to encapsulate what, I guess, the way that me and Michael kind of think about food. I think we both share the same philosophy when it comes to the way we present our food, we like it to be kind of bountiful and luscious and heaps of it. I've been for dinner at Michael's house and although I think I might trump him in the amount of food that I put on the table when he comes to my house, like it's still not uh, a tiny amount of food. Like If it's anything like lots of options. The, the huge bountiful bowls of salads that you can see when you walk into Salma's, then I... I've just been heaven. Yeah. <laughs> so this place that you found on Botany Road, it's kind of a red brick building. You've got some seating inside, but there's also some seating outside. I know I sat in a lovely sunny spot on mm. a winter's day and had some lunch there. It's great. Like uh, my kitchen at Saga is something that I got very used to and kind of 
I'm not going to say it's like a dungeon, but it's like <laughs> it's <laughs> up the back is like, you know, like my little pastry lair. Like I get shoved in my corner. I'm very happy in my little corner. Uh, and it's quite different at Salmon's. It is quite different it's, because uh, as a I, customer, I can see you. Yeah, I know. And I don't know whether I'm like quite comfortable with that yet. That's why I've kind of positioned myself. I kind of either take the bench that doesn't look at the customers or I take the bench that looks directly out the window. Uh, I kind of feel like I'm in like a little fishbowl at the moment. Now, it's a really straightforward concept. And I think part of me was a little bit uh, sort of taken aback when I walked in and I thought, oh, no, I'm really I'm, I'm presented with everything I can order mm. up front. I sort of have to make a quick decision because there are people behind me. Yep. But really, it's about choosing a selection of salads um, maybe a protein schnitzel or smoked salmon, I think, was my choice. And then there's also all of these um, sweets and some pies and a few other things that you've made. And I think I felt like there was pressure because I had to order everything at once. But really, that's not what this place is about. You could you can use it like a canteen. You can go up multiple times. You yep. can take a seat. You can order takeaway. It really is quite a casual environment. Is that how Michael sold it to you? Uh, yeah, I think we wanted to create something that was kind of elevated takeaway food, I guess. Personally, for me, like I like the idea. I work in a kitchen all day, so I hate going home and cooking. And I'm sure there's plenty of other people that spend all day in the office and hate going home and having the thought of cooking. So like having all those salads and the deli fridge, I feel like people can come for lunch and then be like, I don't want to cook tonight and be like, I'll grab a large fennel salad and I'll grab some koftas from the fridge and some labna and I guess dinner's done. Have you had a favourite so far from the kind of Kepos Street kitchen side of uh, the deal? Yeah, I had some koftas the other night for dinner. Don't tell Michael. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know how much uh, he hates rolling them. So <laughs> I took some of them home the other day. Uh, I really like the Zug from... Uh, the deli fridge, it's kind of like a Middle Eastern kind of hot sauce, kind of chimichurri kind of vibe, I guess. Let's talk about the deli fridge because as part of this whole setup, you've also got all of these other items that you can take away and either make for dinner later or maybe it become part of your pantry. I really like that aspect. Was that always part of the concept? Yeah, I think so. Michael had that over at Kepos Street and I think it's kind of something that kind of evolved from the whole COVID thing where hospitality venues were having to adapt to all these kinds of things and kind of run with it. And it kind of opened up that market to start producing things that you usually would be components, I guess, of dishes and then selling them. Uh, but I think with our food and what we wanted to create with the whole takeaway option thing, I think the deli fridge just kind of works perfectly. Now, the sweets counter is obviously where your skills truly shine. Have there been any particular favourites from customers so far or things that people are travelling for? Yeah, I think so far the salted honey tart, which I did make at Saga. They're uh, glistening has, just on the counter waiting for you to kind of take one away. It's had a massive resurgence. Like, I mean, I've been making them for what, six, six and a half years now and all of a sudden everyone's rediscovered them, uh, which is great because I love them. Like the baked goods that don't have too much cream, kind of quite simple. I've kind of brought a few new things over, uh, fennel and yogurt mandarin cake, uh, which I once did as a special at Saga. It was my partner Madison's favourite thing and she asked me to make it again and being me and just kind of not wanting to do what people 
want me to do. I just kind of refuse to do it again. <laughs> but it's really good and I really like it and it's a little bit different. So I've brought that over and I guess that's kind of one of my favourite things at the moment. Will you be adapting the menu as kind of seasons change or anything like that? Yeah, I think it's kind of logical. You have to kind of do that, especially in Australia. Uh, I think at the moment is a really hard I find is a really hard time to be creative in winter because you go to Harris Farm and you like walk around and it's oranges, apples, pears, quinces, which no, nobody wants to deal with a quince because they're <laughs> horrible to peel. But you're kind of really strapped for options, so you kind of really need to be creative and delve into the idea of using vegetables in desserts, which I kind of really love. Now, when we first learned that you were deciding to close Saga, I think some of our colleagues were really keen to know if you'd be moving into kind of fine dining Mm. Again, is that an area you'd ever want to explore? Always toy with the idea of going back into a restaurant and doing plated desserts again. I love creating plated desserts and kind of doing them. And I, I just feel like I lose my patience really quickly in the middle of service, which is the part I don't enjoy. Something you don't <laughs> want to do day to day. I think it, right when, it, when it gets to about 10.30 at night and people are coming in just for desserts, like I really appreciate the fact that people are coming at 10.30 for desserts, but I guess I don't enjoy standing around till 12 o'clock doing it. There's no coffee machine at Salma's, I noticed. There isn't. Was that a real... Can you tell? <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> there is coffee. There is. Uh, the stitch oat lattes yes. in a can. I did have one of those yes. and I thought they were very handy for taking away. Yes. It, are you going to expand on Salma's and have more coffee or was that a decision to uh, make sure that you were a lunchtime spot and less of a morning I th location? Look, I'm going to say at the moment the idea of coffee as much as I would love to have a coffee machine at work because... <laughs> for, for personal use. It like sucks like halfway through the day you just kind of... I need <laughs> like when I get to work before nine o'clock I need to have had two doubles. I miss it. But at the same time, we kind of discussed the idea of coffee and we decided that you got to sell a lot of coffee to make money. And I guess at the end of the day, it's a business. And we decided not to have coffee. Like we kind of toyed with it. We were going for a lunchtime into nighttime venue. And I don't think the coffee machine really kind of fit what we were going for. So... You're not very far away from a number of different cafes as well. Uh, so I feel like you could probably get coffee if that's the reason that you were traveling to Salma's Canteen in the first yeah. place. Do you have any plans to expand on the concept? Uh, I think down the track is something that we'd love to do. Yeah, the idea was for me and Michael to be able to create something that we can replicate and then kind of hand over to people to run for us. We still can be creative and kind of guide the food, but it's something that, you know, I don't need to be there six days a week to do. Well, you can find Salma's Canteen at Shop 2, 797 Botany Road, Rosebury. Highly recommend you get there soon so that you can pick out one of the pastries before they sell out. And that's all we have time for today. As always, you can keep up to date with what's happening around Sydney at broadsheet.com.au and at broadsheet underscore Sid on Instagram. A listener production.